Hey there, I'm Marjorie Stiegler, and you're listening to the Career Prescription Podcast, where we tackle the important things they don't teach you in medical school, like how to treat your career like the business it really is, with strategies to accelerate the kind of success that you want, because you deserve a career you love and a career that loves you back. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back. So today we're going to be talking about the function open to work on LinkedIn and whether or not you should turn this on or even utilize it um, in your image to, to sort of turn on that hashtag and that little green ring that goes around your profile image on LinkedIn to indicate that you are open to work, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, probably a little bit of both, right? There's always pros and cons to any decision that you that you take. But um, this is a question that has come up recently in my course, Industry Insider, as well as in some of the uh, Facebook groups where I provide information to people interested in pivoting to non-clinical careers. So this is a, it's a common question. Um, how to get recruiters and hiring managers and people who are otherwise in a position to help you in your career transition, how to how to come to their attention, particularly using LinkedIn uh, and using this open to work feature. So let me start with the pro, you know, what's what, what would be a good reason to turn on and use the open to work feature, uh, which if you don't know, when when you select that you like to turn on open to work. If you also choose the thing that that uh, the setting that tells LinkedIn to tell your entire network, this is when the little border for your, for your profile picture um, is activated and it shows up with that hashtag. So on the one hand, what this can do for you is it can let everybody know, everyone that that you know that connects with you on LinkedIn, to know that you're interested. And that's you know it, it has its place. That can be very helpful. Because if people know that you're interested in doing something new, because either you are underemployed or unemployed uh, or employed in the wrong field, then people who know you and appreciate your skills and your value may well want to help you. And that's great. On the flip side of that, the people who do already know you and are in your network, uh, there are other ways to ask for their help. And there are certainly other ways to connect with your network and to boost your professional visibility even outside of your network on a uh, professional networking site like LinkedIn. So this really begs the question, is there any downside? I would say potentially there are three downsides. The first is perhaps the most obvious. If you are currently employed, probably your current employer is not going to like to see that you are open to work. I mean, this is a very, very strong signal, right, that you are actively seeking to depart from your current employment. And this generally is not well received uh, by by bosses and maybe not even by partners and colleagues. So I'm not sure I would do that if you're currently employed, because it, it may cause you some professional and social friction where you work. Now, whether or not your boss ought to be supportive of your ultimate desires to advance in your career is an entirely different topic. Um, and I have spoken plenty on that before. I think they should be in support of it. And I think you ought to be able to have those open conversations with your boss. But I don't think it belongs on a big old badge on LinkedIn, um, even if not with that badge, 
with some really explicit language in your headline or your summary that says that you are actively seeking new or different opportunities. So I'm going to consider all of these things really to be the same, um, even if you don't use the quote unquote open to work avatar. Okay, so that's one strike against using it. Another strike against using it, I think, anyone who's searching LinkedIn for a subject matter or an employable person, subject matter expert, or someone who's otherwise employable uh, that fits their needs for a particular role or company, they will find you anyway if you fit that bill. Um, If you fit that bill and you have your LinkedIn profile optimized, I should say, if you fit the bill and your LinkedIn profile is optimized and therefore your uh, employment history and your skills and your summary and your headline and all of that are well lined up to position you as an attractive candidate, you will be found anyway by the hiring manager and by the recruiters and by anybody and everybody who's using LinkedIn as a search tool in order to identify potential candidates for the role. You do not need to have uh, your, your little frame or any language about whether you're seeking or not activated anywhere on your profile in order to be able to be found by hiring managers and by recruiters. They are looking instead much more at specific keywords, competencies, skills, and sometimes companies, places that you currently work or have worked before, roles that you currently have or have had before. So they are not looking for an indication that you are open. So that's maybe strike two against turning that on is that I just, I don't think it's going to be especially helpful to raise you in their visibility. Okay, last but not least, the third strike I think against turning this on for most job seekers is that it's well known in the hiring world uh, that a passive candidate, quote unquote, passive candidate is preferable. What does that mean? A passive candidate is a person who is currently employed, most likely, and who is perceived to be adding value in their current role and is, you know, not only employable, but they're employed. They are not only desirable, but they are desired by their current employer. And so they're referred to sometimes as passive candidates because they aren't out there pounding the pavement seeking jobs. But like all smart business people, they are open to the right job at the right time and they are open to a transition, but they don't need to signal that. If the recruiter or the hiring manager finds you for your talents, Um, and approaches you, I mean, that's when you will signal, you'll either say, sure, I'd be happy to have an introductory conversation with you, or, you know, no, please don't waste my time, or you don't answer, right? There's nothing that needs to be checked on any box or or in your specific language of your profile, or certainly not um, in the frame for your photo to tell people that you would be open to having a discussion about that. They're just going to reach out and try. Why is a passive candidate considered more attractive for the reasons that I just mentioned, right? I mean, your, your, your professional branding that you're leading with is that I'm currently employed in a good role with a good company doing some good work already, which is just frankly much more compelling than saying I'm unemployed or underemployed. I don't have what I'm looking for. I'm kind of desperate. Will you hire me, please? Right? That is not the, the look. That's not the brand image that you are intending to convey. And for the record, I don't think that's an accurate description of anyone in my audience. I also want to say that the people who are sometimes the most successful and most attractive passive candidates aren't actually being all that passive. But what they're not doing is they're not reaching out with a resume or CV in hand, you know, which is sort of the big signal for I'd like you to give me a job. They're not asking for jobs. They're not passing out their CVs. 
What they are doing, however, is growing their network and engaging smartly with digital tactics. So they're really not being passive. They're spending a lot of time curating their online presence. They're spending a lot of time growing their network. They are spending a lot of time making themselves very attractive candidates, but they're not spending a lot of time uh, sort of deliberately seeking job opportunities. So what if you abruptly lost your job? You were laid off, there was a reorg, something happened, or you had to suddenly move and suddenly you were without income, you know, then would it be okay? And I would still submit that even if you have suddenly lost your job and you do have a very dire, urgent, and desperate need to get employed again, that putting that little banner up for yourself on your LinkedIn profile is not the best way to go about doing it. I think instead, you would be much better served by reaching out specifically to people that you know and trust and just telling them your circumstances and that you are abruptly unemployed, that you have an abruptly dire need, you know, and then the people that know you and want to help you will certainly try to help you. To your comfort level, you might even cast that net wider beyond people you know well and trust. Although realize that you're kind of opening yourself up there, it's a little bit vulnerable. But if you really want to tell people in hopes that somebody will help you, I would much rather have you do that through personal communication uh, rather than a big public flag that says I am unemployed or underemployed and I'm feeling desperate because for the people who are using LinkedIn as a search tool to try to find attractive candidates, that is not likely to be very attractive. And I think that outweighs the benefit that your friends or colleagues who are scrolling through will see it and think, oh, I didn't realize that about my friend and colleague. I would like to help them. Much better to keep that kind of thing off the sort of front-facing part of your profile and instead try to work your network behind the scenes. Again, even if it's sudden, even if it's urgent, even if it is desperate, without putting that, that external face up. And for those of you who don't spend much time or effort on your LinkedIn profile even today, I would say you should start. You should start so that you'll have a well-done, optimized LinkedIn profile so that you can be an attractive candidate and opportunities will start coming to you on a regular basis. You can start doing that now, even while you are very happy and very satisfied, very fulfilled in your current role in case the day ever comes when that's not the case. So that is my sort of uh, balance for maybe the reasons why one might want to think about using that feature and some pretty compelling reasons in my view why you might not. I hope it's helpful to you and I hope it's given you a different way to think about the importance of being an attractive passive candidate and what you can do actively to be a better passive candidate. That's all for today. Bye for now. Before you go, please review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Your support makes all the difference, and it truly helps this information reach someone who may really need it. Until next time, thanks for listening. 